So first off, I know you recently moved. How's everything going with the move? Um, oh man. Yeah. It's been tough. It's been tough. I mean, I guess there's, uh, you know, there's better things to complain about than my move, but yeah, it was, uh, not the smoothest experience, uh, but it's, we're starting to recover. <laughs> Are you all packed up? Are you all, uh, everything out of the boxes now or no? Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. When you live somewhere for like 13 years, you just accumulate a lot of things you don't want. And so now this weekend, we got to go through what we're actually going to keep and what we're not going to keep. So it's a, yeah, it's hard to say goodbye to certain things. I hear that. I moved actually last year and I still have a couple boxes lying around with stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it might it might signify that you really don't need that stuff in those boxes, though. I think so. Like even what we have already have in the house, we've been here two weeks. So, like I'm okay. I just have a little less clothes than I normally do. So I'm like recycling the same outfits over and over. But when you work primarily from home, I don't think it matters. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. So speak, speaking of the move, you know, I've been following you probably 2014 heavy, 2014 wow. until now heavy is when old I started school, following man. you. Old school. Yeah. Old school videos. Um, so why would someone who, you know, has a, you know, this big YouTube following and clinical research, you know, you've got a few sites in the California area, not to mention doing all this, uh, you know, contract CRA and Academy and stuff. Why would someone move? Why would someone like you decide to just up and move and, uh, potentially leave all that behind? Um, that's a good question. A couple reasons. So the pandemic really i think i didn't expect this but i just started seeing okay well i'm working from home more now and then it started turning into all right well the sites here in california are less important because they're being managed day to day by someone else i typically only get involved when there's issues like we need a new pi so we just got a new pi at one of my sites i'm very bullish on that site again we're about to open another clinic, risk-free, relatively risk-free. We can get into that, too. So I'm going to be going back and forth to L.A. a lot. I'm only three hours and a half drive from L.A., uh, but okay. I'm technically in Arizona. I'm in the middle of the desert out here. I'm uh, California is 15 minutes away from me, the border, and then the Mexican border is 20 minutes away from me, and I'm, like, in the hills in between all this stuff is, is my house. Like, I'm way out, out of the city. So how how do you like that? Do you like do you like? It? I, I mean, like I guess it. you're relatively new. I've always been a city guy, but I've I've uh, I went to school in U of A, uh, in Tucson. So like I'm very familiar with Arizona. My wife's family is from here. It's not like a random place we picked. My wife's family is from here. We are thinking of finally having kids, and it was very important with all the work I do that she, we have a support system here that we can tap into. Yes. So this this is back to your first question, why I moved out here. There's a number of reasons. Taxes was one. The pandemic was another one. Taxes was a big one. Let's, that was like the main catalyst. So, you, so you're only taxes. worried about that if you're making a lot of money. So that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. When you, Yes, there's a tax bracket. You don't need to make a lot more than what I was making to jump a tax bracket. And if I would have known that in hindsight, I would have made less that year. 
Right. So I was like, okay, maybe Arizona is not a bad idea. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. A lot of people, I know a lot of people were trying to move out the uh, out of California uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, and California's got its own problems too. I mean, not to get into politics, but, and I'm a libertarian. I'm independent, registered independent. I've never voted president-wise for any Republican or Democrat. I've always voted independent. I've voted um, the always the Green Party or the the Libertarian parties uh-huh. uh, my entire life. But there's a lot going on in California where it's gone, I think, a little too far left. And I think there's a lot of pushback. So it'll be interesting to see. The plan is to go back in five years. And honestly, the plan wasn't to have a clinic here. Like, that wasn't one of the reasons why. I came out here, mm-hmm. but as I was coming out here, I was like, look, there's no research out here. This is actually lines up perfectly with what we're doing with Latinos in clinical research. Like it's exactly what I recommend people do. If they want to start a site, go in a place where there's no competition. This is exactly like my own medicine. I was like, all right, maybe I need to do this. So right. Started from the ground up, started vlogging that recently. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that, too. There's actually a lot of opportunities here. So it's kind of like proving your own recommendations and what you tell your clients and students to do, but you're doing it in real time. Basically, like the if it was L.A., I wouldn't do another site. It's just so many. There's not a need for another site, I don't think, in a big city like that. I mean, yes, there's a diversity issue. We need more minorities in studies. The only way I think we're going to get that is to have more sites. So from that perspective, yes, no matter where you're at, I think the industry needs you if you have a patient database. I don't care what city you're in. Miami, L.A., those are the two most competitive ones. But it's like a no-brainer when you come to a place like this, 200,000 people. So it's not a small city. But, I mean, where I'm from, this is small. <laughs> but right, it's, right. Not, it's not like actually a small city. 200,000 people is not small. And no research. And like 60% Hispanic. So, and a big reason is I just didn't want to be bored either. Like I actually like, I like building and I like challenges. I don't like managing. So I like to take something to where it needs a manager. And then someone like Chris comes in or someone like Monica comes in and kind of runs the show. And then I can go do something else. I'm always like looking for what's next. And I guess that's part of why we started a site out here too. Okay. So is it the same, I guess, team that you had before in California working on you're building the site with or? Uh, just me and Chris. Monica's got, we got a lot of planned with Monica too. We got a site in LA that we're consolidating two smaller sites into a bigger site in LA. Okay. Uh, so we'll be doing some videos around that. And then we have our other site in San Bernardino, which we just got a new PI. So that's when I had to get involved. When one PI gets frustrated, I had to, hey, Dan, we need a new PI. So I had to go out there and find one. I got a really good one, Dr. Z, Marco Zahedi. Uh-huh. I did a few videos with him. I got to do more. That guy's a go-getter. He's hungry. He's he's young. He's like 39, 40. He's exactly my age. And, yeah, he's just starting. So that's a, that's a good clinic uh, in San Bernardino. 